0: New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm call, 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 call straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC. What's going on? This is Jailus from Nick of Time show. Here, give you that Nick's talk just at the nick of time. And there is no music today. There's no all that gunshots, all that stuff. I'm out. I, I, I'm I'm kind of through. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of through today. Uh, I'm kind of pissed, and I'm gonna just get to the intros. uh Listen, you already know what this is. It's, it's the man, the myth, the legend. It's the guy with the stats and the facts.
1: Ryan G's in the building. and ain't got nothing else to say.
0: Yeah, and you know what it is. It's, it's it's the Mr. Nasty, Nines, nah, Latin, you know, Latin assassin Lee. You know who that is. No words. No words. No words. Uh, I have one big word. Defense. Uh, uh, Maybe another big word. Offense. We sucked at both today. I'll I'll just say we, we, we sucked at both. Knicks lose to the Nets 112 to 85. If I go to this chart. Randall sixteen meaningless points. Uh, no, I mean sorry, R.J. Barrett sixteen meaningless points. Kind of got five and third points, three assists, six rebounds. Uh, Julius Randall twenty four meaningless points. Shot four of eight from the three point line. Actually, he's shooting threes again, but uh, ten rebounds and three assists. This is one of these empty stat games from Julius Randall that we we, we like to talk about. Jalen Brunson fourteen points. Uh, 414, Ugh, 26% from the field. Bruh. Yeah, not, not ideal for Jalen Brunson. And then you go into the Nets. You already know, you expect, expected, expect it. Kevin Durant with 29 points. But then you get into whose man's is this type of territory when you start to look at the other names who killed us I mean you got Seth Curry off the bench who gives us 23 Edmund Sumner took Jalen Brunson's cookies today (laughs) whose man's is this Uh, I don't know but he owned Jalen Brunson and had 18 points 5 rebounds on the night 2 steals and it was all bad it was all bad from the rip and I'm gonna start off with Jalen Brunson I'm gonna start off with Jalen Brunson He's, he's going to have problems dealing with teams with length. That's going to be his Achilles here. When we play teams with length, teams like Toronto, teams who have, like, tall, lanky guards and lanky guys in other positions like the Nets, I, I feel like Jalen Brunson is going to struggle. Now, he's not particularly fast. He kind of gets by using, like, j- juke moves, Perception moves, head fakes, in and outs. But um, he struggled today largely because I feel like his his matchup isn't a well-known guy, but he just has that length against him. And because of that, I know it seemed like he was pressing a lot, like too much, way too much. Uh, chucking, if you will, Bruh. from, from Jalen Brunson. I don't know. It was horrible, and on top of that, it seems like Tibbs didn't really check him on it. He just kind of perpetuated it, so I don't know what's happening. I don't know what kind of offense you're running today, but it didn't look like an NBA offense. It looked like me, Ryan, G, and Lee were in the YMCA, and we just said, screw it. Let's see what happens. I don't know. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, um,
2: what do you,
1: yeah? I mean, pretty much every single reason why teams lose a game that's what the Knicks did tonight. They couldn't hit free throws, they couldn't hit the bottom of the ocean, turnovers, little to no defense. Like, you could just go down the line, and Knicks had every single issue that leads to teams not winning the game tonight. And this is by far the worst game of the season. Um, First half defense was atrocious. Third quarter, they started to pick it up a bit. You you thought they were about to get back into the game, but then the fourth quarter came in, and that's pretty much shut it down after that. So it's upsetting to lose to um, your rival within the city. And I think the only thing I really got to say is as for Brunson's shot-taking, I wouldn't say he chucked because he took 14 shots, and I think that's a re- uh, that's a reasonable number of shots for Brunson to take. Maybe you could argue that he took maybe some ill-advised shots. You can maybe argue that, you know, but, you know, taking 14 shots in a game, I wouldn't really say Brunson really chucked it like that. He just probably didn't take as many good shots as he would normally take, and that's all I got to say about the game. I'm done.
0: It was all isolation shots like i didn't see a shot where you know brunson well i seen a few where he was in a corner and he got a couple of open corner threes and missed it but i felt like a majority was i off isolation uh fall back mid-range jumpers with the guy in his face i don't know i didn't i didn't like the way he he played today
1: Yeah, hell i didn't like the way nobody played today maybe outside of like. Maybe Julius Randle in the first quarter. I didn't like the way anybody played tonight, so.
2: Yeah. Go ahead, Lee. Every team is blown out through the course of a season. Um, Every team is capable of being blown out on bad nights when shots aren't falling and you don't have your groove. This team is continuing the trend that I've seen for 20 years where a random player goes off, a random player locks up one of your best players and you're completely embarrassed on both sides of the ball. You can't guard anybody. They're drilling threes, we're breaking threes. The, sh- the offense is devoid of any play calling. It's just a bunch of isolation shots. It wasn't just Brunson, it wasn't just Randall. I saw Evan Fournier and the mansa he came in. It was all ISO, RJ Barrett, all ISO. There was no ball movement. it was stagnant. it was terrible. it was embarrassing. And I think that's because this trend that we've had since both of them came on board, Tom Thibodeau and Julius Randle, their relationship and the way that they interact with each other as player and coach, this is the worst of that. It holds back the team from being reaching its full potential because Thibodeau, for some damn reason, he can't contain Randle when he's playing at his worst, even that first quarter. I saw that first quarter and I was like, this is Minnesota all over again. The reason we won that game is because we hit – more threes than we have in two seasons. Yeah. We were hot from everywhere, but that wasn't. A, we didn't win that game based on playing better defense or having a more fluid offense. We did it because we hit an unbelievable, astronomical number of threes, especially Julius Randall. And he did the same thing in the first quarter. That doesn't equal winning. It's never going to equal winning. It's an aberration for a reason. Well, I'm done. Man, get them both out of here.
0: She <sighs> had, he shot four of eight from three, which is pretty. Pretty good actually. 50% is pretty good. Um,
2: but at what cost, though? At what cost? You know what it is? You know what it is? Uh,
0: it's like once he's run off the three point line, he didn't know what to do. And anything inside that foul line area, he didn't know how to score. He kept getting pumpkin, he kept getting doubled. Um, it seemed like there was there was there was no creativity from there. Then he came very predictable, and yeah. if he didn't hit that three from the top of the key, it was it was nothing. It, it was abysmal. It, it ended in like a turnover or a bad shot or some combination of the two. So it it was one of those empty stat days from Julius Randle, where and from the from from New York and here's the thing that really pisses me off I feel like we laid down today I think that's what really pissed me off It's you watching a team who out-rebounded us what was the what was the rebounding numbers I think we got out rebound like 10 63 63 rebounds to 56 I feel like they got to the rebounds. I feel like they got to the loose balls. I feel like they wanted it more than we did. And for the guys who's been on this team already, knowing that they lost seven straight games to these guys, I would think they would be a little bit more motivated on the defensive end of the ball to kind of compete against the cross-time rivals, the guys who beat you seven times straight. Those guys, I would think you woke up for those guys. But I feel like, they fell asleep or something. So that that the effort on the defensive end kind of pissed me off. The, the the dribble penetration once again was a was a big issue. It, it it caused open threes. Our rotations from our first unit in general sucks a lot, and the even the second unit in general just rotates a lot better and a lot crisper. So I don't. there's a, there's a lot to fix here. There's a lot to fix here. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I I do want to say one thing, though. Like, to me, this is not the game to pick on Julius Randle for because the whole team played bad. There's not one player I can point to and be like, yeah, that player played really well. Everybody, to me, played bad tonight. Julius Randle was the only guy who actually provided some type of offense in the first quarter. Did he have a perfect first quarter? No, he did not. He He made mistakes. But he was the only guy who provided some type of offense in the first quarter. So I'm not really on the whole thrashing Julius Randle thing tonight because, to me, he at least showed some type of effort and tried to keep the team in the game when it was clear that the Knicks didn't have a damn thing tonight. Nothing
2: on offense and nothing on defense. I think that's a fair point. The correlation I'm making between Tibbs and Randle is – that is our bellwether. We win and lose by that combination. When Tibbs is coaching well and Thibode- and Randall is playing well, we're going to win games. When they're not, we're going to lose. And this is the ceiling that we have as a team because we have a slightly better above-average coach and a slightly better above-average player in Julius Randall and Tibbs. The expectations of us all of a sudden becoming a contender or even a second-round team is never going to happen because this team has such a high floor but low ceiling. This is this is what we don't get. We don't continue to get this. We've gotten this all last season. There are moments in that Cinderella season twenty or twenty one where we got blown the hell out. The Nets beat us that year too. It's just the way that it is. I, I can't have expectations around this team defying logic when we're led by our, the coach that we have and the star player that we have. That this is our ceiling.
0: And the, you know what else too is like Tibbs. He's starting to you know you got he got camera Reddish starting. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, Camerad started, starting. He started on Kevin Durant. Actually, feel like he did a pretty decent job on Kevin Durant, personally. Um, Agree. Got got like a quick foul in the first quarter. I thought it was stupid. They called the block, and it was like how did NBA was like how dare you touch our king and gave Cam Reddish a foul for the block. But I felt like he played played him pretty fairly well one on one defensively. Um, Sims as well. I, I liked what Sims gave us uh, to start. He continues to kind of be like that hustle guy who can, can block some shots for us outside of those two i'm not really know who played well like everybody else to me it was just kind of like i don't know it was trash and then and even rj Barrett reverted to the the non-finishing rj barrett that we saw in the beginning of the season mm. like he wasn't able to finish anything and i don't know what's up with that but we need we need the guys to actually start to step up. And I don't know, like I know the Nets are the Nets, but I, I still feel like we should have competed a lot more in this game than what we did. I don't know.
2: I feel like there was a couple of things he did that I'm happy to see. Like if you were to ask me who should start on Durant, my answer would have been Cam Reddish. I would have started Sims again too, because I like the way that Hardenstein plays with the second unit. I, I, like, I thought his overall rotations weren't horrible. I like that he had some minutes with Obi and Randall together in the front court. But this, he's just not an offensive-minded coach. He doesn't have creativity in that area. And we really struggle when we're against a team. It's zoned locked in on us. That's like the hot sword in the playoffs. He doesn't know how to steam outside of his, his comfort zone. And that's why we have this very limited ceiling that we have. Is that he's we need another guy on the bench, like the way that Woodson was for Dan Tony back in the day. We can bring that was in defense but we needed an offensive mind guy who can help switch things up a little bit and have some creative input on getting this team going when we're in, in a drag from the three point line
0: how much is it that you know we don't have an offensive coach and we don't have the pieces like i don't know i don't know what it is right now
2: i think it's more of a coach because we're pretty deep we all agree that we have a deep fairly talented team we have three competent point guards. We don't have a whole lot of shooting, but we have a decent amount of off-the-dribble ball creation. Like, RJ can do that. Cam can do that. Quickly can do that. Randall can do that. Obi can do that like, a little bit. But we have that. I just don't think that he has the ability to really game plan and make mid-game adjustments depending on what the defense is giving him.
0: Like, to me, I don't know what you guys So I feel like we was getting switched on a lot. And I feel like switching defenses when multiple long guys has always bothered us. That's Toronto, that's Miami, and I feel like we got hit with that again, and we just don't know how to deal with defenses like that, and give the Nets credit because they sucked on defense for the first few games, but they started to pick it up as of late, and we need to figure out a way to freaking beat this switching type of defense, man. Like, we we, we do. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So this just, I see somebody, does somebody call in or is that Fritz? Hold on, Fritz? Fritz, I'm going to sign out of, I'm going to sign out of blog talk, Fritz, and I'm going to let you take over, all right? Since Fritz is having problems. I mean, the good thing about these type of games is there's another one versus Detroit on Friday, but I really wanted this one. This one kind of pissed me off. This one really pissed me off, man.
1: Yeah, you always want to, you always want to be, you know, your city's rival, especially when that team has beat you like seven times in a row, you know. So, you know, you always want to win those games. But yeah, I think this this game shows a bigger issue with the Knicks, and it's something that you you hear you hear mentioned a lot. You, because Jay, you brought up the question earlier: like, is it because we don't have the pieces, or is the coaching? And I'm think and I think that even with a better coach this team can play better, but there's still a limited ceiling. Like the only way the Knicks is going to really get to that next level. And I think it's been pretty evident so far this season, the Knicks are definitely going to have to trade for a star sooner or
2: later. 100%.
1: Like that's going to have to happen sooner or later. Now, I don't know what Leon has up his sleeve. It's going to definitely depend on, you know, which star, which star gets disgruntled and, I, I'm to the point now where it's like I'm looking I'm looking at this team playing I'm like man if the Knicks may if the Knicks might have to overpay a little bit for somebody it, it, it might be worth it maybe with the way the with the way the team is performing at the moment
0: I just hope the right person becomes available I know I was never me we talked about the Donovan Mitchell thing to death. I wasn't in on a Donovan Mitchell thing. I mean, I was in, but not at the price they wanted. I still yeah, feel the like Jante Murray was the boat that we really missed. But um at this point, we just have to hope for the right star to come available, take us over the hump on, on certain games like this. And and um yeah, none of this bleach report stuff too, where they want Randall OB five first round picks for for freaking Anthony Davis hell and no. busted knees. <laughs> Bruh. Oh hell no! Like,
1: but oh. for him to sit out two thirds of the season every year. Hell
2: no. <laughs> Let me ask you this though: Would you trade for LeBron James?
0: No, sorry. <laughs> I would. I would.
1: Uh, it, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it depends on what we're giving up.
0: You have to trade. We would tr- have to trade everything for LeBron. And it's kind of it's gonna be like the situation with like Donovan, but like even even crazier because we're gonna only have LeBron here for another two years, one year. I don't know how long he's gonna be here, and we're not gonna have any assets left. It's gonna be the same situation.
1: Yeah, that's the thing though. Like with LeBron, it's like how much years does he really have left? I mean, this man is try to be farther time and continue to play. But it's like, realistically, like, how much longer is LeBron going to be playing for? You know what I mean? So that's the so that's the iffy thing right there. It's like, maybe if this was like five years ago, then he would have been like, yeah, i trade for LeBron. But now it's kind of iffy. It's like, ah, how many years does he have left in him and stuff like that? So I don't want to give up too much for bringing in a LeBron. And I feel like if you're going to bring a LeBron, it got to be championship or bust, like,
2: yeah, I don't think the Knicks roster is there where LeBron just comes in and then he just takes the team to the championship. What I like about LeBron and why I'm on board with it is he makes other guys better. I think if Randall would have to be involved in that trade, I wouldn't want to pair Randall and LeBron, especially when LeBron's at his best before. But I would love to see LeBron rain the break with Obi, Mitch, or Hardenstein, whoever we keep. And I think Brunson would be a must-keep as well. I don't know. I think that team would be competitive. I'd rather watch that than this. At uh, least we have a superstar. You have a weight. You have a chance to win a game.
0: Nah, man. The way the Knicks' luck works out is right when we trade all of our pieces is when he breaks down. That we we can't trade for a man who's seventy six years old and is about to collect his pension. I'm
2: sorry. What man. are the other options? Huh? We're talking about stars. I don't know what the other options are. Who are realistic options out there?
0: I don't know who realistic options are. I mean, I just know That's they pop I'm saying. Out, out of nowhere. Uh, all Will and Nilly Just like the Jante Murray did out of nowhere So it's kind of one of those things Where you gotta keep your eyes open And something type seems to shake loose But um, I I wouldn't Whatever we do There's like a You can't You can't trade our treasure troll of assets For guys over 35 That's just <laughs> You just can't do that
2: Unless it's the second best player of all time
0: no you just can't do that period
2: i i wouldn't trade everything but i would trade a decent portion of it i wouldn't want to strip the roster and the cupboard of draft picks for lebron james but i would give up a sizable amount
0: but like who's not going to ask for the world for lebron you already saw that with kevin durant kevin durant is like LeBron is 76 like Durant is 73 and the freaking pelicans are like "Mm, i don't want to trade for him you know what I'm they saying? They should go a contender. For that same reason. Like you your window is very small. Unless you have like guys in place who are untouchable where you can move where you can say, you know what, we're contending this year because we have guys in place to pair with LeBron. That's the only way you might consider doing something like that. But we're not there. That's not where we are. We 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 still like semi-building. So like, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. Like the guys we need are the guys who are in that tw- 25, 26, 27 type of range who are, who's young not, and ascending and can give us defense and take over sometimes.
2: The Saturn is none of those guys, not a single one of them are in a position where they ma- might ask out with the exception of Anthony Edwards, who I would also trade for
0: right well
2: well yeah anthony edwards i would
1: consider it definitely because he's still young and he's a budding star and
2: you know the ceiling for him is pretty high so i would definitely go for anthony edwards but yeah. i don't see jaw luca zion i don't see any of those guys the main out right now anthony edwards is a possibility i don't see sga asking out either i think he's having fun in oklahoma city right but anthony edwards seems a little frustrated at what's going on in minnesota yeah, I mean, if you could get a, if you could get a motivated Anthony Edwards, like that would definitely be a boost, definitely.
0: Yeah, agreed. I'm with the Anthony Edwards thing. Although I don't know, to me, he looks like he gained some weight. I don't know if it's because of the cat the cat comments got me into my head or something, but he looked <laughs> like he gained some weight. <laughs> he looked a little Zionish in the midsection to me. Like he looked like me in the <laughs> offseason. All right. <laughs>
2: Just- we all agree we need a star
0: what'd you say what
2: you so say I said we all agree that we need a star okay yeah
0: okay. Oh, wait this is a crazy echo hold on a second
2: there's no star on this roster I don't think there's anyone on this roster who could be a star
0: okay I see what's happening sorry guys hold on a second all right there we go that should that should take care of that crazy echo all right cool I think we have a caller First call up we got RJ from NJ. Um and Jason M you can call back. I know the phones were kinda of funky before you can call you can call back if you want to call back right now. But RJ, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. Hey guys,
3: what's
0: up? What's hey guys, going can you hear on? Me? Yeah.
3: All right. Um perfect. Uh, I hope we're doing well first off. Um look I got I, I wanna hear you guys take Donna. Just the way the defense is played, um, it, it's, do you guys think it's more schematic or do you think it's more on, like, just communication and effort? Because this whole thing where we got every health defender just cheating off the perimeter and, like, taking two steps into the paint every drive is not going to work. Because it's, it's like no. it's like we think we're playing the,
0: the,
3: the ground of town Memphis Grizzlies with them. Yeah, But, yo, know, we got to adjust. We got to know we're in 2022. Teams are going to shoot the three. So, do you think it's... I just want to know what you guys think. Do you think it's more steam than anything? Or do you think it's a little bit of everything?
0: I think it's been a little bit of everything. I feel like our point of attack defense stinks. I mean, Cam was supposed to help that, but Brunson was kind of good today. Or sometimes people do a yeah, little, did. like, Spain pick and roll on us, and it works, and we're not able to recover. I do feel like a lot of times too we also do help off of a three point shooting way too much and i think we need to kind of vary that sometimes like i i don't know if we should be helping off freaking like seth curry or a guy who's going four for five from three even like sometimes it's, i feel like we should be staying home a little bit more or not helping as much and i don't think we've done that so far but go ahead rj no yeah i mean i've
3: never seen so many people Wide open. I mean, there are, like, so many times this year, there are guys who are not even within five feet of of the player. It's it's just insane to me. I mean, we've you know, I know Tibbs has always stressed rim protection, and this has been the kind of defense that we've played under him since he was here. But this year just seems way more dramatic. I don't know. Is there a way to fix it? (laughs) It's amazing to me. That's the one thing that keeps standing out. And I feel like if we don't fix that first and foremost, then we're not going to go anywhere. Um, but thanks for taking the call, man. I appreciate
0: that. All right, yo. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And I think that's kind of like, I mean, really, I feel like that's why Tibbs likes tall guards too. To be honest with you, because he feels like when you have a taller guard, you're you don't you can just switch stuff like that, and not have to help as much, and it leaves you less like less vulnerable to kind of general penetration. So mm-hmm. I feel like he that's why he likes uh, taller guards who just to switch and not have to help as much. But if like we're going to have to do a, a lot better job staying in front of our man if you want to keep open, keep giving up open threes. Because listen, the, the it's out right now. Everybody knows. Hit threes against us. That's, ever since that Celtics game, that's definitely going to be the game plan. Drive, kick, drive, kick. They can't recover. And to me, especially that first unit, that first unit has a hard time um, recovering off of driving kicks more than anybody else.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like I think like the t- the way Dibs play defense like it's rare that like he doesn't really stretch out the defense like that. It's more kind of like it's, it's kind of like a zone man type defense where he kind of wants to play. It's like I think Dibs' first priority is like guard the paint. So you see the guys kind of like bunch into the paint a bit and then and then when teams pass the ball around, then they try to spread back out to the three point line, but a lot of times they're too late because they're so far off of their man, because right. they're, they're more concentrated on like guarding like a section of the court where you know they're more into the paint as opposed to more on the perimeter. So I mean, I don't know.
2: I don't know, but but something something has to be done, though, because Knicks do give up way too many open threes. With Mitchell Robinson being out, too, I think a lot of players are overcompensating regarding the post. And at the same time, like when Royce O'Neal or Sumner are driving, you don't need a double to help. Like, stay on your man on the perimeter. You know, Nick Clatson is not demanding a double team in the paint. That's a good point.
0: That's a good point. I think that's a lot of reason why you you started to see – sims start i think that's a big reason why sims is starting over hartenstein because you you they're hoping maybe you don't have to double off of those guards or wings as much because sims will just clean it up and he's done an admirable job so far But we still have a lot of work to do You, you saying something
2: no i agree okay
4: gotcha gotcha
0: all right Next caller up, we got our man Jason M. Jason, what's going on, man?
4: Yeah, what's up, fellas? Um, It was a terrible game tonight. Um, The only thing I'm going to say about this game is I think it shows that the Knicks really can't survive, at least when we play decent teams, they can't survive a bad Brunson game.
0: Yeah, we can't.
4: Like, when Brunson plays bad, like, they don't really have a shot against a decent team. And, heck, they might not have a shot against bad teams, you know? Um, but you know, I didn't get to call in last game because it was so late But so I'll just I'll say what I would have said had I called in last game So let's talk okay. first. I would I would have said funny enough. Shout out to kids but, you know, <laughs> We can we could talk bad about this today because they got destroyed, but yesterday I, I mean, On monday, I would have said shout out to up. We had to give them credit for that one uh, <laughs> We always kill them when they lose like we're gonna kill them today because they lost right and so we he should get killed for today But We should give them credit for monday and then the other thing I was going to say is what, what, the, what the Minnesota game showed, and, and it's funny that you guys are talking about how the Knicks should trade a lot for a star. If the Minnesota game showed what could happen if you trade for a star when you don't have the foundation properly set. Because they traded for a star, yep. and look at how terrible they look now. So it just goes to show we shouldn't just randomly just throw everything away for the, like the next guy who comes available. It has to be the right trade. It has to be the right time. Absolutely. All that. I so really all I
0: got, you know? Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Like they, they J traded Patrick Beverly, and I forgot who else they traded. And they, that was pretty much the they heart of um, that team. Jared Vanderbilt. Those are yeah.
4: like the two best defensive players on their team
0: last year. Yeah, and that's like the heart. Like there's people who are like the, the heart. They get everybody else motivated, and they traded that guy. And yeah. they, and now they're wondering yeah, why they don't look motivated. The
4: they don't got. You're right. It's the heart. They don't. I think there's also an issue. I don't think Edwards and Towns like each other. And I think that's that's part of the problem. When when you trade for a star, it's like if there's a chemistry issue with this star player, mm-hmm. everything can go bad. I mean, remember what happened with Chris Paul and James Harden? like. And then if you trade all these picks for it, you're screwed.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're very school because now you're like, all right, now how do I get better? I traded my picks, so it's like, okay, well yeah. now you got to trade Go Bear.
2: <laughs> you know, what yeah. I'm saying
4: now, well, A lot of people are saying they might trade Cat actually because they're like, you can't trade Gobert now, and you know, and and Gobert's is funny. Gobert's is like the plus minus guy because even now they're like on is on off court, they're still better with him on the court, even though everything does. It looks like he's I don't know. What he is.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, interesting. I don't want
4: Cat on the Knicks. I'll tell you that. That guy, I don't want him. I'll you don't want on the Knicks? <laughs> Cat.
0: Oh, you don't want Cat on the Knicks. Okay, why don't you want Cat on the Knicks?
4: Nah, man, he can't. That guy is like a, door, a, door, a turnstile on defense, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later. You guys, to about what
0: I said. All right, man. Salute to you, man. All right, bye. Shout out to my guy, Jason M., who says, yeah, don't want to trade all your assets for one star. It has to be the right star, and he does not want Cat on the Knicks. Cat on the Knicks. How do you guys Agreed.
2: feel about that? Yeah, I don't want him either.
0: Huh?
2: I, mean, I don't want like him either. I, I agree with Jason. I mean, defensively, a liability, but offensively,
1: he'll definitely give you 20 and 10, though. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, are you willing to go with that big who won't give you that defense, but he'll give you a lot of
2: offense, though? To, to, me, to me, it depends on the makeup of the team. We've already seen what Tibbs and, and Kat can do in Minnesota. I have no interest in a player who can barely who can barely drag his team into the playoffs as a lead guy. I don't trust yeah, him.
1: Yeah, yeah but the way, I'm to, take. The, way I'm, the way I'm looking at it, though, is, is how long – how much longer is this going to be
2: here, though? That's a- Leon Rhodes at the helm, too long. <laughs> 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 I see the chat talking about SGA. Now that's a guy I'm 100% in on. Man, I, I really think he enjoys playing Oklahoma City. Uh, he seems to really be enjoying himself. They have a really nice foundation. Yeah. They have culture. When Chet comes back, they're going to be scary. They're already beating some good teams. They beat the Mavs. I, I like what OKC is doing. I would love for him to get disgruntled and asked out because I think we should be all over SGA.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. And and his contract is long, too. So it's, it's one of those situations where they have all the leverage to do what they want over there in OKC. So they can really hold them. Um, although they, they have shown in the past that if you ask out, even with the contract, they will trade you. That, that's what happened with uh, Paul George, you know what I mean? So, but um, if it looks like he's having fun, he's probably gonna stay there. That's yes. Yeah. SGA, ask out, please. Ask out, <laughs> ask out. Oh, man. He's <laughs> like, who do you ask for, man? Who do you like? Who's the guy who can close, who's long, who can do. Do you still go Zach Levine? Do you still? I don't like who's
2: SGA.
0: SGA. I mean, I would love SGA, but like who's realistic, I guess? You he just don't know sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's, it's basically just a wait and see. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's like, wait see. and see. Which guy's going to be disgruntled?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's. For, I got one. Who you got? What about LaMelo Ball?
0: oh that yeah i'll definitely do lamella yeah
2: yeah yeah, easily yeah easily (laughs) Easily, no i could see i could see him asking out
0: i could see him asking out too and shout out to (laughs) raw talked about that on his channel i feel like in the summer he had his eyes on lamella ball and i feel like that's that's a good call he's a it's funny i don't like you know tips is a weird coach But Lamelo Lamelo Ball is also is one of those guys where I feel like could really benefit on the (laughs) Tibbs. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like LaMelo is is so creative on offense and tall. So there's no way Tibbs can tip up his offense. And then he'll teach him some defense as well. Like, I actually feel like. Lomelo and Tibbs would be some a, a strangely good marriage.
2: As would Lomelo and Brunson as a backcourt. Brunson can go off ball or on ball. I mean, yeah. they can switch. That That's a, that, that's a nice comp- combination. Very complimentary, those two players.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And listen, look, freaking Cam Reddish has turned to a decent defender all year. So Tibbs working miracles out here like Jesus even though you still can't figure out how to run offense, but you can turn Cam Reddish into a defender. So
2: well, Melo might be that guy that, that might ask out uh, that franchises, man. absolutely. They're, they're, they're just yeah. internally com- combusting and they don't really have any players with a ceiling. The Bridges situation's like totally screwed up. That guy's going to be in prison like that. It, it's, it's bad news bears over there. Jordan's a bum as an owner. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> man, I say Jordan's a like as a player and everything. No, no, no
2: that's why I quickly <laughs> quickly as an owner, as an owner. <laughs> owner GM, you know.
0: Exact. Yeah, I think Isaiah Thomas would agree with Julie. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: but we man, I, I man, I might take Lamental just to piss off Jordan cuz you already know Jordan hates us.
2: Yeah. What's the package?
0: What's the package?
2: Uh, What's the package?
0: Things that make you. Kill?
2: Let me see what his contract is right mm. now. Well, he's on a rookie deal right now, so it's it's not a lot. We would probably have to take back by like Kelly Oubre to make some of the salary match.
0: So I'll take that. Yeah, he's on
2: eleven million right now this season. They're definitely gonna have to give up a lot of picks. I know that yeah. for a fact. Yep, for it's gonna, sure. It's gonna be a few picks for sure. Yeah. That's
0: probably a two or three pick deal.
2: <laughs> you know, but Stop Harry wanted uh what's that bum's name? Uh
0: Terry Rozier.
2: No, Gordon Hayward. They were thinking about offering him a contract, but Charlotte outbid. He's making 30 million. Randall? <laughs> 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 you know, You want to record? Yeah, it.
1: I'm, you know no, uh, I'm mad
0: at, I'm mad at myself. I'm not even mad at Lee. I'm mad at myself. But not seeing that coming, like I should have known that's where he was
4: going.
0: I should have known that's where he was going. This guy always calculating. It's like ego MC square minus thirty. Randall if you have a ball,
2: from... trade him
0: for thirty mil. I was like, yeah, this guy's always calculating how to get rid of Randall. Right, cool.
2: If you have Lamelo Ball, you better keep Obi topping. Like you've got that, that's that's box office. That's Lob City.
0: You already know what young guys are going. It's gonna be Obi. Uh, it's gonna be Grimes. It's gonna be uh, a package. Of what? You, you already know the deal. You
1: know the deal. Yeah, because I, I I'm pretty sure Hornets are gonna ask for the house if if um, Lamelo right. does ask out
2: Realistically, what's the package?
0: realistically what's the package you would try yeah. to do a freaking a donovan mitchell package really two first yeah two, I'm, two first a young guy and some salary that's what you try to do
1: i i highly doubt it. i think i think if, if lamella balls to realistically be open i think they would want to shed salary as well so i can see them attaching a Gordon Hayward or somebody like that, and be like, "All right, well, if you want Lamelo, you're gonna have to attach Gordon Hayward to it and take his and take his contract along with, but, you know, picks and young players." I can see, I can see Hornets doing something like that.
0: But it's a scale. If you're taking back, if you're taking back contract, you take back a pick type of, you know, it's a scale. You know what I'm saying? You got to work with that scale. That's the way I see it, anyway. That's, but I can see something in that along those lines as of what we be trying to do with Donovan Mitchell. Jason M says they probably want R.J. and a bunch of a protected first.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on, on board with that. They're yeah. going to want to gut the Knicks in some way, shape, or form. Like.
0: And I wouldn't be surprised if we traded R.J. I'm not going to hold you.
2: I would do could, it for Ball.
0: Like he was almost going for <laughs> Donovan Mitchell.
1: I probably would do it for Ball, too.
0: So I can see R.J. I can see them doing... Like the similar deal. I can see them doing RJ, RJ t- and two picks. And we probably will keep our young other young guys on the bench, but I could see them doing RJ and two picks with Lamella. I can see
2: it. That's a great deal. That's a steal to me. Mm. I and you keep Obi? It. Huh? Yeah. You keep Obi too? Hell yeah.
0: I can see them doing that. And then we have a team of, I don't know, LaMelo, Brunson, Grimes, Mitch Reddish. Reddish I, don't know. Be, Julius, I don't know. It'll be something like that. I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening.
2: Right. What if they wanted two swaps as well? I'd give them two swaps. Ooh. One two swap. picks, two swaps, RJ. One swap. I think that with J. Ellis. I think one is the most I would want to do. Two a lot. Your handicap and your draft capital, on what you can trade moving forward after that. Yeah. Yeah, but to me, LaMel's a generational talent and he's young on top of
1: that. Like, you're going to have to give up a lot. So, to me, I would give them the two unprotected first picks and the two swaps and RJ. I would give them that.
0: And the good thing is, too, we'll still have some other picks to make another move if we have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still, not, it's still not the house. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But I can see something like that happening. On combo. We'll hmm? Fun combo. And hey, man, this is the only thing we have to do when we get smacked <laughs> by the Nets on a freaking Wednesday night. So, whatever. Hypothetical trade talk it is.
1: <laughs> I mean, we definitely don't want to talk about the damn game. So, no, like
0: goodness. a game we talk, about talk about. That, that game, that shit to sale. That shit to sale. Oh, man. But, yo, salute to the chat. I think I'm going to end it early. I think this is a good time to end it. Think think Good talking, you guys. This is one of those games where if I have to do a the post-game by myself, i just be like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, man. Uh, Jason says, you guys are worried about trades. I'm trying to figure out what are they going to do in the draft. Um, yeah. I feel like it's going to be... I don't know what it's going to be, but... It's one of those situations where, listen, I feel like we're gonna be like around a five hundred team, personally. Like I, I said that in the summer, so I don't know if we're really gonna have like the best draft position of uh, possible. But seeing as that we have two, two picks in this year' draft, I can still see us trying to move up this season. That,
2: if that math pick might end up being good too.
0: Yeah, you think so?
2: I think so.
1: Mm. I don't know. I see Mavericks making the playoffs. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's I what think
2: I see. Play in. I can see them. I've been a- watching every game. They're they're struggling to score outside of Luca. Luka's posting unbelievable like Will Chamberlain numbers, and they're barely squeaking out wins. Every game's close.
0: The thing, the thing with me is like the Nets and the Mavs. They're one injury away from skidding all the time for me. Which is why you, you always can keep one eye on the Mavs and go, this can this can go bad. Because, you know, Luka missed a bunch of games last season. And then it was like, okay, they had Jalen Brunson there. They keep it flow, But now who do they really have? You know what I mean? And the same thing for, uh, you know, Kevin Durant over there in Nets. I know they have Kyrie. But I don't know. I still don't believe in Kyrie as a a leader on the court without anybody else. Like I I still don't believe in that. So
1: no, I think yeah. Because a stat came out. I think they mentioned it during the game where the Nets were literally the worst defensive team in the league whenever Kyrie was on the court. (laughs) And since and since Kyrie's been suspended, the Nets are not one of the top defensive teams in the league. So I mean, (laughs)
0: listen, yeah. So like both of those guys are like one hit away from B, like catastrophe. So eh, maybe you're right, Lee. That that pick mean something. And depending on what a star wants out, and it's the correct trade, or depending if, the, if Walt Parent and those guys had their eye on the correct draft pick, is going to be how we move. Like I think the timing is going to be a lot. I feel like timing is going to be a lot. I feel like back channels is going to be a lot. But um, you know. I feel like that's that's gonna be a big issue. Zentric asked for a Discord. You know what, Zentric? We used to have Discord. Um, but I want to bring that back. I'm wondering if I can do it off this computer. Um, but uh that'll probably be the next iteration where we'll have the calls and the discord for, for our foreign guy. Cause we was, I think we was the first guy to actually have Discord on the our our, our chat. But the way we did it, the way I did it was kind of bootleg. I didn't really have the 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 stuff ready to move to run it smoothly, but now I'm kind of a little bit more set up for that. So we should probably be able to do it right now smoother to have Discord and call So hopefully that should be coming soon. All right. You know what? <sighs> You know what, Jason? I'm, it might be time to call in. Um, let me see if I could call Corey. I might, it might be time to call Corey soon. All right. But, um, you know, I talked about everything else so I, I want to talk about, unless you guys want to mention anything else.
2: No, I'm just praying double curses on the Charlotte Hornets so we can get LaMelo Ball.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Dennis Smith Jr., happy for you. But... Don't get too good, all right? You, you, like Keep it right where you are. Good enough to save your career, but bad enough that the Hornets are, are, are stiff-healing. That's the way I like it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, hey, Dennis smith Junior. that's going to be a job soon. <laughs> good job soon, my guy.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry Rozier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roger, yeah. yeah.
0: Terry, Terry's probably going to the Lakers pretty soon. I don't know. Something like that. All right. Alright, that is our show. Uh yo, thank you guys for for rocking with us. Um, next game will be Friday. And um, listen, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I'm my birthday's coming up. I've been leaving the country. So my man Ryan G and Lee are gonna be holding down for a couple of games, but I will be back. But uh, but definitely stay tuned on Friday for that Detroit game. And Hopefully, we get this win and get back on track to 500. All right. All right, cool. All right. So, that's our show. Ryan G, let him know where he can find you, sir.
1: You can find me on Instagram at sir G is chilling.
0: Sir G is chilling.
1: That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me at Sergi's Corner on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G. KOT.
0: Okay. Wait, I saw a super chat too. My bad, Rodney. My bad. Rodney uh-huh. Sanders sends a, a $5 super ch- chat and says, Which team needs Randall and Miles <laughs> Turner slash Buddy? Are you alluding to the Lakers? Is that what you're alluding to? I feel like he's alluding to the Lakers. Lakers have been trying to trade for Miles Turner and Buddy for half the season. It might happen during the. February trade deadline, but we'll see how that goes. All right. All right. Lee, let them know where they can find you, sir.
2: You find me on Twitter. Thanks to these guys at underscore Lee Estribito. And uh, I'm actually going to drop a link to an article I was pretty proud of. It came out today. I have a series I'm doing on Deadspin about how different teams in the last 20 years were contenders. They've been screwed it all up in my first entry of the Phoenix Suns of the mid 2000s. So I'm going to drop that here in chat. for y'all to enjoy
0: I like that. I like that topic. Okay.
2: Yeah, Next the OKC Thunder.
0: That's that topic. I like that topic. That's like a straight up basketball head topic. That seems like a mm-hmm. fun one. One day we'll be able to afford you a Kot Lee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for free, homies.
0: <laughs> all right, and also you already know, man. You know where to find us. You find us. Hold on, let me get to the screen. Did the screens all jack up all of a sudden? Why the screens all weird now?
1: Yeah. I'm not
0: sure as to why, though. Blame the nets. Yeah, the nets screw up everything. I don't know. <laughs> but that was weird. Um, Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Anywhere you, you, you listen to podcasts, find us there. Also, find us at the nickertimeshow.com to get your snapbacks black and white, blue and orange. Also, go to the DKT Show on Twitter, the Nic-a-times Show on instagram and the Time show on facebook you can follow us there as well all right all right that is our show where is that mm-hmm. we out of here dang everything is all screwed up i don't know what happened but <laughs> damn the nest that did it again all right <laughs> again all right that is our show and as always, shout out the worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. A mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's our show. We out of here. Peace. York,
4: big city dreams.